Welcome to Lifting the Veil with Terry and Rhonda, a podcast that brings you inside the world of communication from spirits, ghosts, angels, and more. You'll learn about links with the world beyond, spirit beings, and those who are between worlds. Terry and Rhonda have decades of firsthand experience. Please join us for a fascinating voyage. Continuing in our series about movies that accurately portray the afterlife, next is Ghost. It came out in 1990, starring Patrick Swayze, Whoopi Goldberg, and Demi Moore. The main character is a young man who's killed, and he wants to look after his girlfriend. And that was an earthly issue that he had that he didn't want to go on then to spirit because of that. In Ghost, there's a situation in which the main character is trying to convince his girlfriend that he really is communicating to her through the medium and he mentions things like you're wearing a certain shirt that I gave you or things like that that she could identify with. I've heard of people who call themselves evidentiary mediums. Is that part of uh, both of your practices? Every medium is evidentiary. Every medium is evidentiary. Yeah, okay. they can give you information that no one else knows through the through the spirit. Mm-hmm. So is that basically part of what being a medium mm-hmm. is all about, right? Yeah, I'm not sure why people want to label themselves as evidentiary mediums because... Like, Stand out. I, I don't know. Every medium is evidentiary. Okay. I, what I liked about that movie was the medium who was Whoopi Goldberg... Mm-hmm. I mean, when she was being attacked by all those spirits who then wanted to communicate, it was it was funny because that does happen. They don't jump into my body or anything like that. But it's like with Rhonda and I, we hear so many, mm-hmm. so many voices or get so many impressions when we're doing like live events. And it's like everybody wants to talk to us. And sometimes we get confused. Okay, is, <laughs> is Harry belong over there? Or what, you know, that kind of thing. So that, that was that was funny. I really liked that. And the fact that Patrick Swayze kept bugging her by singing that song, you know, Henry VIII, uh, to get her to help him. Because spirit, if they want if they want you to do something or talk to someone, they won't leave you alone. No. They, they'll continue to hound you until you do. I remember you talking about that squirrel that wouldn't leave you alone. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when I, do, when I do a circle, spirit will come through and, and I'll be giving a message. And if I, if I don't feel like I understand what that message is, I'll try to move on and it, they won't let. It's like, okay. okay. So then I have to say, okay, I'm not getting this. Give it to me in another way so that I can understand it. And then they generally do. But yeah, they don't give up. They <laughs> they do not give up uh, wanting to get a, a certain message across. So, so that was mm-hmm. a, very accurate then in, mm-hmm. the, in the ghost movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. then they'll put that song in your mind yeah. and keep playing it over and over and over or a certain word or something mm-hmm. like that. And it's like, I can't go beyond it. It's sort of like, it sticks me right there and I'm trying... I try to move beyond it. It doesn't let me until I give that message. Yeah. Okay. But like with the part where he moves the penny up the door. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. I mean, that's possible. Mm-hmm. That is possible that spirit can do that. So. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was a pretty accurate movie. The light that comes to get him at the end, you know, the door opens for him because he's finally saved his girlfriend or whatever. I think he kind of just told God or whoever, like, give me some time. Give me some time. Okay. Is that something that you've seen before? No. <laughs> no. no. A ghost has not 
Crossed over. Uh, crossed over. Mm-hmm. And he hadn't crossed over. Hadn't crossed over. So he was sort of in between, in between worlds. I don't believe that that can happen. I mean, I believe that the door opens when you when you die, and if you don't go, then it closes. Okay. But in the movie, that's the one part I didn't really agree with. But the rest of it was pretty on point, I thought. Especially those dark things that dragged the bad people away. Okay. Um, that screaming, those screaming dark things. I've read about that. Okay. I've read people that experienced that and then came back. So I do believe that that's, that's probably possible. Okay. Let's, go, let's focus on that for just a little minute. In the movie, there is a thief that has killed the Patrick, Patrick Swayze, Swayze character and that is a pretty bad guy. And he's trying to get some object or something like that. And then when he is killed, then... He's dragged down by these screaming, dark, low vibrating, low vibrating energies. Okay. And they don't have any really form or face or anything like that. Yeah, he's taken away. I know that there are many people in this world that believe that if they don't live a perfect life, that they are going to be dragged down after death as well. How bad do you have to be to get dragged down? You got to be pretty bad. <laughs> I mean, I mean, someone who does tell some lies or, you know, that kind of thing. That's But murder, intent to murder, those kind of things. I'm not sure if I believe in, I believe that when you get to the other side, you're, you're judged by God. I mean, everybody, I think most people do believe that. But I think you go, you resonate to the vibration you're at. Okay. If you're in a low vibration, if you're a low vibration person, meaning one of these people that, you know, the guy in the movie that killed Patrick Swayze, he was obviously a very low bri- vibration. And so he resonated with low vibration beings and they came to get him, come home, you know. When you're a high vibration person or just a normal person who dies, the door to heaven opens. I see. That that shows you're a high vibration person or a vibratory person. I mean, I read this book recently. I mean, I wish I could remember the name of it, but it was about this guy who went into a coma and he experienced those things, those dark things. Okay. And he said, he said they tortured him. He, they were screaming at him and telling him he was a horrible person. They were basically eating him alive. He said it was the most horrible thing he'd ever experienced. And then something said to him, call on Jesus. And he wasn't a believer, really. And he was thinking, how can I call on Jesus? I don't believe and really believe in him. Right. And the voice said again, call on Jesus. So he did. And the next thing you know, those beings that were torturing him started receding and leaving him. And then the light came. And it was Jesus. I mean, I'm Christian-based, so not everybody is. I don't believe in hell, per se. I think it's just you vibrate at a certain rate, and you're going to go with those people that are vibrating at a certain rate. So that's where you go. The Different level. The experience that this person had that you told us about is that they were eating him and stuff like that. That's pretty hellish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was sounded horrible. And okay. it reminded me of the movie Ghost okay. with the guys that were being dragged down, you know, into the depths of whatever. It's a very uncomfortable uh, yes. thing to even hear about. I, I know. Have you yourself experienced communication with a soul that was a low level or low vibrating? I had one time I was doing a circle, and I usually protect my circles really, really well with Archangel Michael and everything, but I had this one person one time, long time ago, he had committed suicide, 
Now, nothing's wrong with suicide. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, you, you're, you still can go to heaven. You can still be loved and welcomed. But this guy was really, really super angry, this spirit. And his wife was there. And he came screaming into, he came screaming into the room. He got, I got in my face and was screaming. Okay. And I, I had to tell him to leave. I had to get him out of there. This is a spirit we're mm-hmm, talking about. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's the only time really that I've experienced that kind of thing. How about you, Rhonda? Have you experienced any low-level spirits, low-vibrating spirits like Terry just talked about? Yeah, I mean, I've had them in my face and angry. Okay. I don't like to... I mean, if a human person in a physical form comes at me angry, I'm not going to give them the time of day right you know they need to come back and adjust their energy a little bit better and then i'll help them out and stuff but i don't go for that either at all okay but you have experienced that the, the yeah spir- i have a time or two yeah but normally we get the just the high vibrating ones i mean the ghosts they're at a lower vibrating level than spirits okay. are obviously and you see them they appear to you like they did when they died. Okay. So it can be pretty ugly and scary. Okay. Yeah, so that that's one way you can tell a spirit from a ghost. Right. Is the ghost will, you know, look like they did when they died if they had some kind of tragic accident or whatever. Mm-hmm. But spirits aren't usually like that. Okay. They're just like normal people. Like in human shape or form? They did for my mom. My mom saw them like that. Okay. I can see them sometimes like that. Sometimes, very rarely for me. It's usually up in my head that I see them. Like I see them with my third eye, not my eyesight. Um, But my mom, that's how she saw them. When you see them with your third eye, do you just see a light or do you see a physical form? It's usually a physical form. Okay. Yeah. And that would be like evidentiary because I'm explaining how the person looks. (laughs) Well... Like with, with the Jim Morrison incident, he looked solid. Okay. He had a human glow about him. I mean, he I thought he was somebody that broke into the house. Okay. You thought he was a three-dimensional human yes. being. Yes, I did. But he was a spirit. He was actually a spirit. And I think angels can appear to you that way as well. Only angels who work for Michael. Yeah. And ghosts. One time I saw my friend who passed away suddenly of a stroke. And she appeared to me at the foot of the bed, and she was looking at me, and her hair was different. Now, I didn't get to see her in her coffin or anything, because although she died up here in Maryland, she was sent down in Georgia, where she was originally from. Okay. So I didn't get the opportunity to go to the funeral, but some of my friends did, and I described her, and they said, well, that's exactly how she looked in the coffin. Okay. And her hair was different. And they're like, wow, you knew that? I'm like, well, that's how she looked. But she was healthy looking. I mean, even though she looked like she did in the coffin, but she didn't look, you know, sickly like she would have in the hospital and in the bed. Okay. So if that was a ghost, then that would have looked like at the time of death. Yes. Okay. All right. Terry, I know that this is one of the movies that you thought was particularly accurate. Is there anything else that you would like to share about a movie and things that were accurate? 
Well, I think the fact that he didn't want to move on so he could save her and get down to what really happened with his murder, um, I think that that's true to form Mm -hmm. for a lot of people that have passed. Okay. They want to stick around and make sure that justice is served or whatever. I really loved the ending where the light, the door opened, and she was able to see him one last time in the light. I thought that was beautiful. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think a lot of it was accurate for me. Okay. Mm -hmm. How about the movement of the coin? Now, this was a ghost, right? The, the Patrick Swayze character was a ghost, not a spirit. Well, if you remember when he was in the subway. Yes. And he met that spirit who could actually move things. Yes. And then he realized, hey, I can do this yes. if I focus, if I put all of my energy and intention on on moving something. That is how he learned to bring the penny up the door. Right. Right. So yes, spirit can move things. Ghosts can move things if right. they focus and use all of their intention. And also the energy from those around them, they can draw from you or whoever's around them to actually move something. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rhonda, outside of this movie, have you ever experienced anything where a ghost moved a physical object in this world? Well, yeah, the, oh, the yeah. Jim Morrison incident where they moved the heavy brass quilt rack about two inches. Okay. And also they manipulated the stereo and the VCR. Right, right. But what I really liked about that movie yes. is when she was making her clay and at the wheel and she was thinking about him and he knew she was thinking about him and he kind of sat back behind her and hugged her and she could feel him. Yeah. And you can, if you allow yourself, you can feel the spirit and you can feel the ghost. can ask them to come closer. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. They're that's just a great. thought away. Okay. That's right. So all of us who have lost someone can, can, Oh, yeah. Can talk to that spirit and ask them to come close. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, and ask them for a sign. And like I said before, write it down, keep a notebook. But you got to stay in the present. Yes. Because that's when things happen, is Mm -hmm. in the present. Stay in the present. Ask Mm -hmm. the loved one for a sign. Be aware of your surroundings. Be aware and Mm -hmm. look out for it. Yep. And that's when we had the question. Uh, last session, the woman wanted to know why she experienced things like that, you know, yes. with the car and all the coincidences. that. Coincidences. It's yes. because she was so open. She is so open to being available to yes. it. We all could see that every day. We could see what she sees. Mm-hmm. We just have to open ourselves to to see it. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Now, in ghost, the ghost as differentiated from a spirit. The ghost contacted the medium. Rhonda, have you ever had that happen where a ghost would contact you? Yeah, at the movie theater. Okay. When I was trying to watch a movie and all of a sudden I just kept feeling very anxious to the point where I was panicking and my heart was beating fast and I was sweating and I was like, what is going on? And I was drawn to go out to the lobby. And I walked out there and there was another guy. He was kind of, he was very distraught and very sad, and it turns out that it was his uncle who had also a host of other deceased family members that, I mean, this guy experienced a lot of death in like one year from his family. And he needed, he wasn't getting the signs, so he needed healing, he needed validation. Okay. And then I gave that to him, and uh, and then right after that, boom, I was fine. (laughs) Well, tell us again, how did you give that person the healing? 
He was there and I just was drawn to him and we started talking and I told him, I said, please don't think I'm nuts, <laughs> but I have this guy here and I described him. He goes, well, that sounds like my uncle that just passed away not long ago. Then I had this saying came an Irish saying, and I can't remember what it was, and also a shamrock. And I told the guy, and the guy, his jaw just dropped, and his eyes got big, and he, he unbuttoned his shirt, and he revealed his chest to me, and there was the shamrock with the saying tattooed on his chest. And he was fine after that. He's like, wow. And you could just see him, how his spirit uplifted. And you were fine. The yeah. ghost left yeah. you alone. And my husband thought all the while I went to the bathroom, he's like, what did you do, fall in? <laughs> you wouldn't believe me if I told you so. Okay. Let's just watch the movie. I don't even know what movie it was. And Terry, have you been contacted by a ghost that was looking for something? Probably many times. I just can't okay. think of one okay. specific one right now. I remember there was one time when you were doing some raking and you were at, at, well, I, in a I, conference, I and we've told, we've talked about that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he wanted me to give a message to his brother, and I found his brother and gave him the message. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I can remember that one episode when we were coming up to Gettysburg to do that circle, and you got physically ill. So that ghost physically made you ill mm -hmm. for some reason well yeah i've had i've had spirit contact me in circle i mean that's what they do mm -hmm. you know it's all the time okay you know they come and want me to say a certain thing i mean there's too many to mention <laughs> i see i you see know, i see and, and i wonder how many listeners out there that have went on these ghost investigations these uh public ones that right. like gettysburg you know, we'll put on you I and mean, you can go on them and or or even going on a regular tour of a historical site. And all of a sudden you'll go in one certain room and in a certain spot in a room and you feel very ill. Okay. You can get dizzy. You break out into a sweat. You feel like you're going to vomit and you just have to get out of there. And when you walk out, you're absolutely fine. And so that really is being contacted by... Mm -hmm. They don't want you ghost, there. <laughs> a ghost. I went with a friend of mine. She's she's on a TV radio and she was watching this investigative team do this historical home. Mm -hmm. And she just asked me, you know, why don't you come along and watch? I'm like, okay. So it was a, a ghost team, you know, coming in. And so I was kind of following them around. And it was funny. I saw this guy, Spirit, and he was laughing. And uh, he was like, they don't, even, they don't even pick up on me. And I walked into another room, and there was his painting uh, on the wall. So he's from like the 1700s, 1800s. And he was just laughing and just, he was having a lot of fun with them. <laughs> they weren't even registering he was there. And okay. I was having conversations with him. <laughs> so, yeah, it happens a lot. Mm -hmm. yeah. There was something that you mentioned in, in talking about the movie Ghost where Whoopi Goldberg was kind of a fraud it, it, and she was a good example of a fraudulent medium right at the beginning where she really mm -hmm. kept naming people do you know someone this mm -hmm. like this and she just kept naming them until there was someone that they knew mm -hmm. and then she pretended like she was in contact mm -hmm. with that person mm -hmm. but then when Patrick Swayze came 
then she was able to communicate with him. Mm-hmm. And everybody else, too. And that's what I wanted to ask you about, is the everybody else, too. I know that on other episodes, we have talked about when you're doing a reading, perhaps there are spirits that want to get through and talk, and they contact you. Could you just tell us about that a little bit now? What I normally like to do is get a name, mm-hmm. and then whoever can acknowledge that name or accept that name, then Mm -hmm. I will hone in on that person. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I try to block out everything else that's happening around us with that one person. So you select one of the spirits that's contacting you. It's just easier to do it that way. If if I didn't do it that way, I probably would be like bonkers. (laughs) We'd be all over the place. Yeah, we'd be all over the place. So we'll pick out a, a person in the audience who has someone who they can recognize in spirit with the name, and then then we go to them and give them messages from that person, that spirit, but also maybe others that step in with that spirit. Mm-hmm. So that's why there are a lot of people that come in, spirit come into the room. It could be hundreds. And so the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Yeah. The one who's loudest and most energetic. And I mean, I've seen them like jumping up and down behind people like, pick me, <laughs> pick me, pick me. <laughs> Oh, that's that. <laughs> yeah, they have to do. They have to do that to get noticed. We don't see that when we're watching the medium. Mm-hmm. We don't see on their face that they've got uh, mm-hmm. all these spirits trying to get their attention. Mm-hmm. Rhonda, have you had that same experience? Well, we we go to um, a fire hall a lot and okay. and have gallery readings there. And, and what what is a gallery reading? Well, it's a big group of people. It's unlimited amount of people. Okay. We purchase a ticket, and we keep our ticket prices low too because we like to to be able to have people come in and get a chance to get readings and stuff. Okay. But they, they all sit there, and then Terry and I will text everybody, and then we touch in. And then, like Terry says, it's the squeaky wheel that gets the grease. Okay. Because we'll, we'll, for every, say it's 100 people, for every one of those people, there's at least five spirits or ghosts, you know, okay. wanting to be heard. But, like, at the fire hall... Not only was I in that group of people of spirit in the spirit world hearing like this, also I saw this woman walking across with a dog and so on and so forth. And then a severely burned boy came in and I mentioned all this and nobody's like, well, no, none of that resonates to any of us in the room. And then when I went home, I'm like, I don't know what was going on. I kept getting all these bad accidents. I was in the fire hall. Okay, okay. And they were attached to the rescuers because they see them as a rescuer and still help. I see, I see. Again, like we talked about uh, once before, a ghost can attach to a physical object mm -hmm. or a place. Or a person. Mm -hmm. Or a person. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. We who are not mediums, we think that it's going to be very difficult to get messages from the other side to come come over, that spirits may be reluctant to come across. But tell us about that, if you would. Like if I want to see my Aunt Joan or I want to communicate with her, and I go to a medium, my Aunt Joan may not be one of those five people knocking on the door to talk to me. She may not it depends on her, her belief system, you know. Okay. If she was a very religious, devout person in life who didn't believe in talking to spirit, a lot of people don't, you know, they're relying on what the Bible tells them. And there's, okay. just, there's just as many notices in the Bible of people talking to spirit as there are saying it's not allowed. <laughs> 
I see. You know, so it depends on how you look at it or how you're brainwashed (laughs) into believing that. What you're saying is Bible does not say medium's bad. Mm -hmm. It doesn't say that. No, it does. Oh, it, it does. does. It, it does. Place. It says you're not supposed to talk to the dead. Okay. But then in other portions of the Bible, it's perfectly fine. I see. So I see. it just depends on what you believe. Okay. So if you have a religion that doesn't believe in talking to spirit, then it's possible that that person who died does not believe in talking to the living. Mm-hmm. I see. And so then it might be difficult to get a hold of them. I've had spirit come in and just kind of stand off to the side and kind of like Mm -hmm. be watching sort of like, how is this working? And I've had spirits say, oh, isn't this cool? I can come and talk to you. I didn't know I could do this. I've had spirit come through and say that. So it just depends on, because you don't really lose your personality when you pass. I see. So you're still the same person in personality that you are in life as in death. Yeah, and the flip side of that coin, too, has a lot to do with the sitter as well, Mm -hmm. because you can't have reservations about it. Either you want to contact them or you don't. Some people say that they do, but they're they're deep down, they're really afraid of the whole process. I see. Or they had a bad relationship. You know, I've had people say to me, oh, I don't want to talk to him. If spirit comes through, I don't want to talk to him. You know, we had a bad relationship. Well, obviously, the person probably wants to apologize, but... Okay. Well, we've had, though, we've had people come in and wanted a reading, and I would pick up almost absolutely nothing. And what I did pick up, they're like, nope, nope, it doesn't, nope, nope, nope. And they sit there with their arms folded, and they're very reserved, and their energy is just totally blocked. And it's almost impossible to give somebody I've a reading like that. I've had quite a few readings like that where, you know, I'm frustrated because they won't allow the message to be given or they won't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had some really, a couple really bad ones that are sticking in my mind about that. You got to come in with it. Like we said before, open mind, open heart mm-hmm. and accept whoever comes through. Don't chase them away just because mm-hmm. you wanted to talk to grandma and grandpa's here instead. Okay. Yeah, they come through for a reason. It's up to you to determine what that reason is, but I mean, we're just we're just getting the pieces of the puzzle and we're giving it to you. Okay. But yeah, we don't know those people. We don't know you. you yes, know? I, I was at seminary, and this woman was in line with me at the cafeteria, and these two women in spirit came through. I think their name was Barbara and Patricia, or something like that. And I, so I said to this woman, I said, "Oh, there's a Barbara and Patricia here who would like to talk to you." She goes, "Well, I don't want to talk to them." <laughs> I'm like, okay. (laughs) So I didn't. Well, I certainly think that the idea that something that we can't see or touch is actually there Mm -hmm. and actually able to communicate with us, Mm -hmm. that's pretty scary for a lot of people. And and I'm sure there are people that come thinking they're going to be okay with it. And then they get there and they're like, no, I I can't go through with it. I'm too scared. I can't receive that message. Mm -hmm. I think maybe they might be afraid of what the message is going to be. We're in a world of reality. We're in a 3D world. Yes, so whatever amazing things from spirit that happen to you, you tend to try to make, Rational. rationalize it out. Okay. I still do that. Yeah, we all do that. Yeah. That's why I say write it down. Keep a log of it, mm-hmm. and you can remember it, and it's amazing. Write down something that you think may yeah, be from the other side. or something okay. like that. And then, 
you know what, it might not make sense, but two weeks, three months, a year, it might make sense. We got going on this because Whoopi Goldberg was saying she was annoyed with Patrick Swayze's character because now that she was able to actually communicate with those that have passed over, she, she had this big group of people that were after her to communicate. And so I don't envy your spot when you go to a gallery reading and you have to wade through all the things, mm-hmm. either pick or not pick that spirit that's jumping up and down behind the person in row three uh, mm-hmm. saying, pick me, and mm-hmm. uh, just must be very interesting for you. And, and I would think it would be quite tiring when you do a gallery it's reading like that. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, yeah. But it's fun. We like it. Thank you very much, you guys. What a fascinating discussion about Ghost, the movie, and uh, all the different aspects of that. Thanks. At this point, this podcast has been heard in 11 countries or territories and 209 different cities. We really appreciate all of our listeners, and we're very pleased that you're enjoying it. We have some incredible episodes coming soon. On May 2nd, we'll be releasing an episode that includes a medium reading done by Terry and Rhonda for one of our listeners. By listening in, you will see how information comes to the medium and how they work with the sitter to bring the messages across from the other side. Really fascinating. On May 16th, Terry and Rhonda will tell you about different types of energy healing, including shamanism, Reiki, master alignment, angelic soul clearings, and more. Please be sure to follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. When you click follow on those services, they will let you know automatically when we release a new edition. It's totally free, and you can unfollow at any time. We are having so much fun bringing this information to you. We look forward to next time. Until then.